You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. And we've got three old classics on. One's one's missing in action. Uh, He decided he wanted to... uh, Take one of his sick days, and I guess we had to give it to him. But uh, Mr. Weber is out with, as he described it, the crud. So I guess he's out with the crud. And uh, we miss Jim and want to give a shout-out to him and uh, get well soon, Jim. Get over the crud. And uh, it sounds like if you got the crud, you've been to Washington, D.C. or something. But maybe uh, maybe he, he just got a branch of it down here. Yeah, it's all over. It is. But we have a very special guest on, and uh, certainly one of our favorite guests. And we uh, we do, uh, in our own humble, very humble way, work very closely with, uh, with Steve and AACA. And uh, it is the organization with the most beautiful magazine going. And um, I want to welcome Steve Moskowitz, the executive director of AACA, to... The Roundtable and America's Web Radio. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Happy to be with you guys. Yes, sir. Good morning, Mr. Moskowitz. Good morning, Stephen. Heavy on that mister, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the last issue of Antique Automobile, both you and Chris Ritter uh, laid out what's happening at the library. And as we were just saying a minute ago, I, I personally feel that the library is the single most important thing that the Antigua Automobile Club of America does, uh, simply because without information, how could we possibly do anything with the with with these these old cars, especially the odd ones, not the not the Model A's and Model T's and Mustangs, you know that kind of stuff and. I think you guys are, are doing the hobby a great, great service. So take a minute and tell us what's going on and explain this new collection and, and for the people who don't belong, the how it got here article or how it got here, the, the Philadelphia collection. Sure. I mean, this is quite, quite, quite the subject. I think the first thing that, that everybody uh, should understand, uh, when I grew up in this hobby, and which is way too many decades ago, when you needed to find research for your car, particularly the the early cars, it was the Detroit Public Library, and, and there was virtually nothing else. And, and today, the Detroit Public Library is only open by appointment. Um, there's a host of issues there, and the material is not as accessible as it was back in back in the day, nor is it cared for the, the way uh, we believe it should. So, you know, the, the AACA... A library and Research Center has been growing for years and years and, and uh, to the point where um, we sit now uh, before this last collection at well over 2 million documents. And, and our goal is to be the Detroit Public Library of the modern day, the, the one library that is open, accessible, public, free to to whomever, whether you're a member of the club or not. We we strongly feel, as you do, Steve, that um, without the proper 
information, documentation, understanding uh, how do people restore their cars, learn how to use them, learn learn all the things that they should about the, the history of the automobile. And uh, given that, um, we were presented an opportunity um, with the Philadelphia uh, Public Library to take over their collection. Um, rightly so, they realized that they had no resources devoted to it. Um, it, it was kind of languishing there, and it was not their core business. And so they were smart enough to say, where should it go? And um, after a couple years of negotiating and, and going back and forth, the, the recognition was that the library that Philadelphia has, which is phenomenal, and particularly for early cars, um, was started uh, basically by a collection donated by a former president of, of uh, AACA, Thomas McKean. And he didn't don- donate to the club at the time because we had no headquarters and we had no library. So, so it was sitting there, and and also the realization that the material should stay in Philadelphia. And um, a gentleman by by the name of Fred Simeone, who has a phenomenal race car museum and a very nice library in Philadelphia, uh, used to be a volunteer there, and. So they uh, they uh, talked to Fred about buying the collection. They talked to us about buying the collection. And Fred and I, who are good friends, we got together and say, well, "Hey, why don't we do this together?" And you know, you you take the the materials that are germane to your museum, and we'll take the the rest of the collection. And it is uh, it is breathtaking. Um, just the owners' manuals alone. There is a collection. Of, of original owner's manuals in pristine condition, starting from A going to Z, with as many different brands that you may have never heard of in your life uh, sitting in there, and they're all spanking brand new. Really? Um, wow. It's, it's going to be a, a great resource for the kinds of people that, that come to our library that are looking for information on their cars, and uh, we're we're getting the most of the American car collection, and Fred's getting the race car collection. Um, but our libraries are going to share back and forth as needed. So uh, we we both basically got the the entire library, and um, this will pump up our collection and and help us to serve uh, the automotive public even even more than we do today. And it's it's. It's very exciting, particularly when it's going to go into our brand-new facility, and um, there'll be much more room for people to come in and do all their research. Steve, I know you've probably had a, a tough time getting Chris to work uh, 36 hours a day and, you know, eight days a week and all this type of thing, and I doubt it if you've really gotten it transferred into computer farm yet, but I'm, I would assume you all are working on that. At some point, will it all be accessible by computer? Uh, a good portion of it. I mean, we we have a massive uh, digitizing capabilities here, but boy, we've you know just the move to our new building, the the move in of the Philadelphia collection uh, and other collections that are coming here. Uh, we have. We have three full-time librarians, um, and uh, well, Chris all, says he does it all by himself. Well, he, 
<laughs> I, I call him Grasshopper. Grasshopper. Uh, <laughs> he's he's he's, uh, he's not quite accurate on that, but we have <laughs> two other guys that do a great job. Both have their master's degree in library science, and we've got quite a cadre of uh, volunteers here now that uh, that are coming in and helping. And and once we get into the new building, we expect to, to expand expand that quite a bit. Uh, I don't know how we could do this without. Uh, a, quite a few oh i'm sure you you, i I gather you're not installing the dewey decimal system uh no i I don't know what system they're installing but uh, (laughs) we we have uh we've bought all new software for our library catalog to to make it uh more accessible on a digital basis and uh, with with that in mind is the end goal to have it where it would be 24 7 accessible by via your computer I, I don't even think we've we've oh, gotten yeah. to that even thought process because the amount of work we have for the next four or five years uh, right now is is daunting as it is and um, but you know we have we have a lot of our collection we have a majority of our collection that at least the titles are available di- digitally so if people are at home they want to look up to see. What does the library have on 1912 Oaklands? Um, uh, they can see, for the most part, what we have here, and then call up the library the next day. And you know, if we need to make copies and send them digitally or send them on a disc, we can certainly do that. You know, one of the things that I always wondered about—I I was about the other day because I'm having problems with the cars. Uh, service bulletins. Do you guys have service bulletins too? We we have some, but we don't certainly have enough. Unfortunately, service bulletins. And I used to be a factory rep for Oldsmobile, and could kick myself that I threw all of those. Oh, away. Yeah, didn't we all? They're they're you know they're service bulletins and engineering bulletins are you know like gold. Um, but you know. Uh, as I mentioned to you earlier, Steve, we're we're starting to get individuals even more than ever donating their collections to us, and and there may be an old service rep, sales rep that uh, someday will say, "Hey, I, I don't want to throw this stuff away. Where do I get it?" Let, let's it, just turn it around right quick, and why don't you just ask for them right here now, Steve? Just say well, we'll, if you we'll have a service done. bulletin. We're we're available to take that type of material. The the only thing we really don't take now are magazines because we have we have virtually all the titles that we think we need and we have them going back to day one and um, so you know the issues of Motor Trend and and car magazines we we don't need those but um, anything that that especially unusual like service bulletins and. Uh, engineering bulletins we we would love to have here uh, at the club yeah because they they cover a lot of things that you know i've taken worked on a lot of cars and you you look in the shop manual and you look at the the would you say the transmission you have the transmission out on the bench and you say you know this is nothing like the shot like the shop manual (laughs) you know the other the other thing I, i would like to throw in if you don't mind because chris brought it to our attention uh when he was on not too long ago, about the fact that if you do have a service bulletin or if you do have books or magazines, well, not magazines particularly, but books or anything else that you might want to give to the library, 
please, please make sure they're clean and they haven't been sitting in your garage collecting bugs all these years. But uh, you, because of the uh, danger of infesting uh, any of the other part of the library. Yeah, we're we're certainly cognizant of of not wanting to introduce any mold or anything of of that nature to it. But um, you know, for the most part, what we do get here is has been well cared for and. Um, um, we've gotten some, we've gotten some real treasures. Just a quick story. I I have a friend who is a professional restorer and is restoring a car that just came out of the barn that nobody in the country really knows about. Um, it's a pretty historical car. I'm going to set a lot of people abuzz when it's done. But there was only one known picture of the car. And they were struggling, and I was trying to do some research for them with with what we have here or whatever. And uh, a, a gentleman donated a box of 37 books on racing to us, and um, they were sorting them out here. And I saw a particular book on Indy cars, which I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan on, and it was uh, a a book that I, I just had to read, so I, I, I borrowed it, and I'm flipping through the pages, and there is a picture of the car my buddy's restoring from the back end, which they had no picture of how the car was supposed to look like from the back end. We're, we're going to have to take a break here, Steve, you know, old nasty breaks, but we're going to come back, and I've got a question for you regarding flipping through those old books, and uh, we'll be back after just a very, very quick break. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. I'm going to take one minute right quick just to remind everybody and uh, ask uh, if at all interested. I think most folks that uh, tune in realize that we're uh, very big into the veterans. This coming Wednesday at the Georgia uh, downtown Georgia Capitol in the rotunda will be the induction of 15 new members into the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Everyone's invited. There'll be a lot of dignitaries there, and it will be, they'll also be hanging uh, the pictures and whatever of some of the other inductees that haven't been put up yet. So it'll be quite a thing this coming Wednesday, the 29th of January, at 2 p.m. in the Capitol Rotunda of Georgia. So everyone's invited and hope you'll show up. We'll be back right after a couple more messages. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Thank you. 
Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, in this hobby uh, that I've been part of for years, not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to to uh, insure your classic classic antique or even your street ride, call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. And we're back on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show. Our host in today is Steve Ronaldo, and I'm surrounded by Steves. We have Steve Moskowitz up in Pennsylvania. How much snow did you get? Uh, we're we're dry as a bone. Well, I shouldn't say we're dry. It's been raining all night. Uh, no, no snow here. Oh, okay. Well, they were getting some up in uh, North Carolina, not too, too far from you, but uh, up in that area, so... Look out, I think it's coming one of these days. Oh, the question I had for you. Now, not that uh, that Steve being the elder of this bunch and then me probably second and you just the kid in the family today, Steve. i got to ask, uh, folks back many years ago uh, when banks might have had trouble keeping track would take a $5 bill or a $10 bill or maybe even a $100 bill and put them in a book and say, well, if anything ever happens to them banks, I'm going to have some money on hand where I can do what I want to do. So they would stick uh, cash in books. What's the funniest or weirdest thing you've ever found stuck in a book? Oh, boy, the guys would have to tell you that I can't think of anything offhand. I know that we've gotten some collections that um, there was some, let me just say, surprising material included. <laughs> that that uh, picture can, of Marilyn I, Monroe? I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, uh, there's been times where I've heard some some commotion. And, um, I, I, I don't know where those... Those uh, that material went, but it's it's not it's not in our uh, collection at the moment. I started saying uh, exactly what classification would you put that in? I, I have no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, this is this is a family show. The, the X-rated the X-rated thing in the rack in the library. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what interests me? You mentioned about your agreement with uh, uh, Fred Simeone. Uh, do you have agreements, does AACA have agreements with other substantial library collections where if somebody were to call and ask, you know, uh, uh, about something that was, <clears throat> excuse me, made in Europe, uh, do you have re- re- agreements with a, a similar organization in Europe? No, we we don't, Steve, and and to me that's a a, a tragedy. Um, quite a few years ago, maybe when when you were still on our board, we tried to host a symposium here with all the libraries, automotive libraries in the country, and we were going to pay for you know their their rooms and their meals, and we just couldn't seem to get enough interest in it. Um, my personal opinion is that that this is a resource that we all should be sharing with people. 
I don't think car clubs should restrict their literature to only their members. Uh, I think this is a resource for the world. And that's why AACA does it. I mean, we've, we've literally got millions of dollars invested for everybody, not just our members. And um, it's a shame that, that our libraries don't do more sharing. But with the fact that Fred and, and AACA, the Simeon and AACA, are, are starting this new cooperation, maybe, maybe it'll get other people to thinking that we ought to have a way for all the libraries in the country to have an association where we can help each other help point people if somebody calls us up and and needs a book on a horse or a bugatti um we know exactly where to send them and um uh, so um Unfortunately, the answer is, is no to you on you know, that. You know, the, the, from Steve's and my standpoint, and the, that's why we started this show many years ago, but the library and the museum, the two best tools available to keep the hobby and business going. And, you know, if a kid were to check out a book or do whatever, and he should be able to go to the other resource is his grandfather and say you know what is this or what was this or how did this work or or show me that at the museum and you know those are and if we get those two factors have to keep going and have to be used and grandparents and parents particularly grandparents i would say today um have to expose their grand and what a what a wonderful Saturday and Sunday it would be for the grandparent to take their grandson or granddaughter to uh, the library and flip through some. I used to have a car like that, or my granddad, my dad had a car like that. What a what a what a communications that would be. Yeah, no question about it. No, I, you know I, I'm kind of interesting when you were talking about the other. How how many other uh, excluding? Let's just exclude clubs. And I know there's Detroit, but how many other, if you will, library collections are there in the United States? How many? How many? Well, there, you know, there, there are not many, and I, I wouldn't say that I would know them all. But you've got, uh, besides Detroit, uh, Fred at the Simeon has sure. quite a quite a oh, uh, yeah. library collection. Um, also, Revs in in Florida, uh, Miles Collier has put together a. A pretty significant collection, but very pointed to the cars in his collection. Uh, Horseless Carriage uh, in Southern California uh, has a, um, a club private collection of uh, brass car information. Um, and then it kind of goes down to very, very small collections that might be in certain museums, but wouldn't wouldn't really say they're libraries in the fullest sense. Yeah, that's I mean I that's what I meant, real, real library. So there's not many. No, not at all. There's there's not that, many. That's why it's so significant that we've made this investment um, in this new facility for the future uh, of the hobby because we will uh, we trademarked the the slogan America's Automotive Library and we will be the Oh, really? By far the largest automotive library in the country, and and the one that is uh, a free public library to to all. 
That's great. I that's a, I I didn't know you had done that. I I think that's pretty cool. America's Automotive Library. That's that's just super. I I'm really impressed with that. We're doing some good work here, Steve. You We're are. You guys right are. I you know, uh I've been a supporter of of AACA for god, my father too. Uh but but uh again, do you have do you have you don't how would somebody, how would, if I call and ask you some rather, or Chris, some rather peculiar questions on a, on a really odd car, like there were three cars made in the Atlanta area, uh, and, and uh, and it might be something in Detroit, is the Detroit library accessible to, to people? Very, at a, at a very minimal basis, my understanding, the last thing they put out to the public was that they would only be open sporadically. Uh, you would have to make an appointment, and they would have to have enough people willing to come on a certain day in order to open their doors. It is not open up full-time anymore, and um, I won't go into it, but there's it's, there's still a lot of incredible material there. I'm but, sure um, that collection has suffered suffered greatly over the last couple of decades. Well, what's the point? I don't, I don't, I don't understand what, what the point of, of why have it if it's not usable. Well, what's yeah, the and that's point? exactly what Philadelphia came to the conclusion of, and, and we've certainly we've talked to a few other libraries about the same subject. If if you know, in, in you know, in in some of the libraries' def- defense, um, the the funding for public libraries has been reduced over you know a oh, huge. period of time, and we all know the problems financially that Detroit faces, and I'm sure the Detroit Public Library made the decision that we just can't devote resources to the automotive collection. It's not we're here for the for the regular public in the city of Detroit, for the children, for everybody else, and so they basically shuttered it down, but, you know, to me, their board of trustees has a duty now to say, what should we do with this collection if we're not going to maintain it, if we're not going to grow it, if we're not going to take care of it, um, what should we do with it, and um, I don't know if they're having those discussions, but they should. I agree with you, and 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 the other thing you mentioned is about the, the the private clubs, and you mentioned horseless. And when I was on the horseless board, I I constantly said, you know, we need to make this stuff more accessible. We people need to be able to get in there. And the the whoever the designated guy is now, you call him, and one of these days he might go down to the storage thing and look through a couple be not you never know uh i i just don't see what the point of that is me neither steve me neither uh it, it's it's a source of great frustration to me personally it's why i try to get together the symposium of other other libraries because um, we should all be here to help people and it just it makes no sense to hoard and and you know if you if you got the material make it accessible um let it be used for its intended purpose and um hopefully we'll we'll all get there but i know our library uh is going gangbusters uh down that road of 
making sure that we have as much material, the best material, uh, and that is completely accessible to the world. Yeah, and and the, the thing in Europe, they they do they ha- <clears throat> is there a central library in Europe somewhere? There's some great libraries in Europe. Yeah, no question about it. And and how how would you find out? Because I you know how would you find out stuff? Um, yeah, there's there's not a lot of publicity about that, and um, I quite frankly don't know all the details of where they're at and how they operate. Uh, um, we've had our we've we've had our uh, enough work here to do. Um, although you know we do have members with European cars and uh, do have some calls and requests for it. We're we're kind of heavily geared to the American auto. Sure, and that's a huge uh, <clears throat> huge undertaking. But I know uh, when I was in England, one of the times we went to British British Heritage Motor Trust. Uh, in Lions Castle, and they have a monster, monster library yep. uh, of of uh, British cars. And uh, uh, I know when Jaguar had the the uh, the big fire in Coventry, what was left went to British Heritage Motor Trust to make it accessible. And they were very nice about anybody being able to get a hold of them. And and if you give them a a serial number or wanted it, they they can. The, the Brits are a little more, oh, history conscious than we are. They, they, they could pretty much take, like, if you had an MGTD, and I did it when I was there, they, they, uh, they uh, uh, looked it up and, and, and uh, uh, printed out the, the, uh, the sale, the, out of the bill sheet of that car, of my yeah. TD. Yeah, there's, there's some cor- corporations there have done whether it's Rolls-Royce or, as you say, <coughs> MG or Ferrari or whatever, there's companies there that that have treasure troves of documentation that can tell people exactly how their car was originally built. And yeah. Unfortunately, American manufacturers, for the most part, threw that stuff away. Yeah, it went just went down the line. And went, but, uh, you know, like one of the, the quick uh, uh, funny stories before we take a break was... Uh, John Thornley, who was the president of MG Car Company, his son lived here, Peter, and he was a rep for Azuzu. And when John would come, and and we, you know, I'd I'd talk to him about stuff, and and he was there right after World War II, and and up to the first or second year of MGBGT, and and I'd ask him, you know, he said, well, you know, one of the things we do, Mr. Thornley, here is when we restore a, a T series car, one of the oldest things is is that. The grill slats are supposed to match the interior color, and I said, "Is that really true?" And he goes, "Yeah, but mostly. But what if Harold was painting in a red one, come down the lawn with a biscuit interior? He thought a biscuit grill shell would look like Harold, so he painted the damn thing red. And there's nothing I could do with him, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so there's all those great stories that yeah, come out <laughs> with this stuff." Uh, so anyway, I I, I don't know. I, I I just wish there was more ability for people to to get access to some of this stuff. I don't I don't know how it's going to happen. And you guys have got your plate full more now than ever. That we do, but that's that's why we're here. Um, you know, that's the the joy of of not sitting back and just being business as usual it's it's uh, growing our ability to 
to help help the hobby and to have that 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 material here. Uh, one of the things that you mentioned that's accessible. So uh, I'm not a member of AACA, and how 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 do I do this? And is there a car? Co- oh, you want to take a break, Dave? David. We will take a break. Uh, yeah. yeah, we'll take a break and then come back and, and finish and answer that okay. question. How? How do I do it? All right. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have... The top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, my name is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, talking to you about antique car insurance. Uh, In this hobby... Uh, that I've been part of for years. Not all insurance companies and insurance coverage is the same. I would suggest that you call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com to find out some information about some of the best antique car insurance you can get, such as agreed value uh, insurance for your classic car. Again, if you're when you get ready to, to uh, insure your classic classic, antique, or even your street ride. Call J.C. Taylor Insurance or visit jctaylor.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on America's Web Radio with our special guest, Mr. Steve Moskowitz, Executive Director of AACA. And uh, we want to put a... uh, request out if you have service manuals that are in good shape uh that's one of the things any brand any size any brand any name any number um get a hold of chris ritter or mr moskowitz and see about if you want to give them away uh just a dumb question is there a value that they can give them away and take anything off yeah uh we're 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 forbidden by law to to appraise them so if they donate anything to us we're going to give them a letter of donation with our irs number on it and it's up to them to have an appraisal uh done prior to uh put on their taxes so there is a a break to doing it uh that's interesting and does that cover basically anything whether it's a service manual or oh yeah regular anything anything, you know we're just had a gentleman donate almost 3,000 pieces of literature to us, and um, we gave him a letter, and he um, he hired a, an appraiser to uh, put a value to it, and 
he'll uh, he'll have that written off his taxes. How how much could I get for Rinaldo? He's sort of a walking, <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. encyclopedia. That, that guy is priceless. That guy is priceless. <laughs> yeah, twenty. Yeah, know. a quarter I, maybe. I don't know if you could put a number on on that. One. <laughs> but but anyway, we were talking before the the break. You know, how how do people? Both members, let's, let's do it two parts, both members and non-members access the library information. How, how do you do that? A whole, whole bunch of ways. Um, first of all, uh, let's take the members. If you're a member, uh, you, you, as part of your dues, you get an hour and a half of free research uh, by our librarians um, uh, for free. So that, that's kind of a, a good thing. And, of course, anybody members non-members can come to our facility and and do research uh, free of charge um, there's on our website uh, on the AACA library website there's a request form that you can fill out and you can request information on your 1902 go-mobile or whatever it is that you want um, and that's for members or non-members alike uh, you can call the library at 717-534-2082 and talk to the librarians about your research uh, request. And um, so, it, again, it's it's open to, to everybody. So, so is there a charge for a non-member? There's there's only a charge if we have to do research, and of course, a charge if we have to make copies. You know, if it's something small, uh, most of the time the the uh, the librarians will look it up real quickly. Somebody wants to know a wheelbase of something, they're not going to charge them for that. They'll grab the book, uh, give them that information, and wish them a good day. But, you know, if it's an hour and a half or two hours or three hours of research, then there's a, a very nominal charge for uh, doing the research. So, okay, so it is available. Now, you mentioned, you know, what's surprising to me is when I when I talk to people about this, and I do a lot when we're out on tours and stuff, the number of people that actually don't know that there's a library website. They know the AACA website, yeah, but they no. don't know that there's a, a separate library website. They just don't know. I don't know how you get that information out there. Yeah, we're, we're in the process, uh, hopefully... Within the next six to eight months, we're going to revamp our websites and, and make them um, more accessible and, and make the navigation easier. On the AACA homepage, there's certainly a, a tab to go to our library, um, but no question about it, uh, we need to have a, a much greater profile out there and, and get the word out better. and. And that's going to be a um, a major part of, of what we do here in the coming year or two. Yeah. And, we're, and we're going to do it here on America's Web Radio and uh, using our Facebook and our Twitter accounts, if you don't mind us doing that. We'll talk about that when we uh, do the uh, PSAs. Yeah. Well, we appreciate it, guys. We appreciate uh, all the support. Uh, you guys are doing what what's important for the hobby and and trying to help people out and that's what we all should be this, this hobby should be about giving back and, and helping one another versus uh, you know just trying to hold on hoard everything for yourself <laughs> well I have no room to hoard anything actually you need a car uh, anyway uh Let's sort of leave the library stuff for a minute and talk about the club in general. Let's. What's the latest on the building? 
Well, uh, I'm, I'm happy to report that we we sort of had a timeout as we went through some uh, some difficulties in, in getting our construction contract to where it needed to be, and ended up hiring a project management firm, which which we should have done from the very start. Um, uh, they they really took charge. And long story short, uh, this coming Monday morning, work uh, will finally begin on the actual renovation, and uh, we are super excited. Um, they're uh, they're going to go full blast. We've got a lot of incentives for them to get this done as quickly as possible. And uh, uh, Chris and I were looking at furniture uh, a couple days ago, and so we're. Uh, We'll, we're full bore now into uh, actually moving forward with the new facility. Do you have a date to be out of the old, bu- old the old facility, the old building? You, well, that's a that's kind of a touchy subject. We we do have this building sold, and we were supposed to be out uh, by the end of June. And we're trying to work with the with the buyer about how we're actually going to do that because our our building definitely is not going to be ready at the end of June. Yeah, I would. What, what, what? When do you think realistically, Hershey? Well, uh, I've now joined every religion known to <laughs> mankind, uh, and so I'm praying to everyone that we are in our new building by September 1st. So your your goal out re- really is to have everything up and running by Hershey time. Oh, absolutely. We, we that that's imperative. We're, we're we'll have a really big issue if we don't speaking of hershey what's going on with the the lost flea market spots behind the the uh stadium yeah um they're still working through some of that there's potential for even a few more spaces to be lost on on redfield south because of the construction that's going on there and a new entrance um i understand there's lots of meetings taking place the the construction for the new area is going extremely well, um, and uh, uh, hopefully we get some of those spaces back. Um, but uh, I've, I've not attended any meetings to know exactly what's happening there. So there's still not; it's not going to be open, not completed by by October this year. The goal originally was that it that at least the construction materials would have been out of. Redfields uh, South, and but uh, you know I, I don't know that to to be a fact. Yeah, because it didn't look good. Last year was just the start of it. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot done last no, year. There's buildings are up already, and uh, it's they've they've gone gangbusters on it. Good. That's that's good because you know that, that people get so used to knowing where somebody is. Bill Bill Johnson, the guy that rebuilds my. Uh, uh, Magneto's was in the Redfield. Now I don't know where he is, and I can't find him. <laughs> got to buy a program. <laughs> got to buy the program. Got to buy the program. How do I buy the program? Okay. Uh, let's talk about the upcoming calendar year, because nothing has really started yet. Uh, Philadelphia is coming. What's, yeah, what's, annual- yep, what's the hot deal at Philadelphia this year, the convention? Uh, our annual convention is uh, jam-packed with uh, new seminars, uh, uh, of course, that's our that's our weekend where our our Oscars, where we give out awards to the 
top award-winning cars uh, in the past year and the people that have been of service to the club. And um, the trade show is is full again. And um, Friday night we're going to have a little fun thing. Uh, we're going to have some Pinewood Derby races. And uh, <laughs> we hope to have about at least 50 people there. We have a, quote, professional Pinewood Derby track. And so uh, we've told people here are the rules build your car and you know we'll have some prizes and just a just a way to have a little bit of fun uh, <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure chapters meeting i'm not sure but i don't think ronaldo will fit in his cub scout <laughs> uniform not anymore. anymore i kind of doubt it but i you know this year's going to be one of the few i've not been in years so due to previous commitments with the thought of steve ronaldo in a cub scout uniform we're going to take a break and we'll be back with mr moskowitz right after this Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion? on America's Web Radio. Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. And we're glad to have you back on America's Web Radio and the Classic Car Show with our special guest today, Mr. Steve Moskowitz, all the way from Pennsylvania, talking about What's going on in the AACA campus? Are you to the point of calling it a campus yet, uh, Steve? Have you ever used that word yet? But it's, uh, um, you know, it's going to be six acres, and uh, it's, it's going to be quite the facility. Yeah, I'm excited to, to see it. I'll tell you, I, I I really think this is a a great thing for the not you know, what what I not just for the club, but for the hobby in general. And the oh, what, what the library is doing is just I think the key. Anyway, we've got a lot of activities coming up this year uh, for AACA. Starting uh, after that, the first show is Miami. Are you guys going? You guys going down there? Yep, I'll, I'll be down there. Yep, I'm real excited to go to Miami, and you know, then we uh, we head to Charlotte in April, and um, we have a uh, later in April we're out in Sholo, Arizona, for both a, a nationals and a tour. Are you together. going? Are you going out there? I don't think I'm going to be able to make that one because um, of another commitment, but. Um, 
you know, then we'll be uh, at the Big Auburn show, which uh, I'm chairman of, so I'll certainly be there beginning well, of May. Along okay, let's talk about Auburn. For There's more to Auburn than just a car show. Oh, my God, yes. So yeah, what I mean, what's the what's the deal in Auburn? If to me it's like like the best value, the best deal. Uh, Auburn, Indiana, of course, is is home to RM Auctions uh, Spring Spring Auction, and uh, our members who are part of the event, which this year will also include the Nash Owners Club and the National Antique Oldsmobile Club. We've invited. Two other clubs to join us free of charge. They don't have to pay anything, and uh, so they'll be with us. But um, so you get free entrance into the auction and free bidders pass. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah and there's uh, you know no charge for trailer parking or RV parking. Uh, you've got four car museums. Uh, oh, my right favorite! Town, my favorite it, museum. Yeah, I mean. You, there's just so much that goes on a flea market. There's great food. Um, we have a barbecue closing banquet that people just rave about. It's just the world world class award winning uh, barbecue guy puts it on, and just uh, I mean, just everybody raves about it. So it's a it's a jam packed weekend. Uh, lower costs than a lot of other events and more to do and more fun and, um, and oh and Friday night we've we've hired a, a, a band for a free concert this year it's a Motown band and oh really cool uh, they are um, they are nationally known they've been on NBC TV uh, older group of uh, of guys that uh, do a complete Motown review and that's going to be that's going to be stupendous 13 piece band Cool. Yeah, Motown is pretty cool stuff. Now, here's another question, and I may, a lot of our members, you know, a lot of our listeners may not be AAC members, so I can just bring my car over there and show up and enter it, right? No, unfortunately you can't. I mean, we we have to, unlike a lot of other events, we, we have to prepare for the people that's there, so um, it's not a... Um, I don't know if RM is going to have uh, one day they do have like a cruise in i don't know if they're going to have that this year that's something they do on their own but um for our event you must have you you have to be a member and you know it's only forty dollars and you get our great magazine and you get a hour and a half of free research and you get it you get the opportunity to be my boss and order me around i mean you can't get can't get any better Uh, let me tell everybody that doesn't happen that doesn't work i tried it just (laughs) not it's just a complete impossibility (laughs) well okay (laughs) but but anyway so yeah auburn auburn is 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 uh uh quickly becoming the 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 uh, event after hershey to must go to yeah, it's a, just a ton of fun. It's just a, it's a relaxing ton of fun. Um, every year, we've invited other car clubs uh, to join us, just as a a measure of goodwill and and to to let people know we we walk the talk. We 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 agree. We all should be working together for the betterment of the hobby. And um, Steve, so where can people go to find out more information and uh, the availability of uh, rooms and so forth? Um, on the AACA website, um, I, I think Pat's got it posted now, and if not, it will be posted any day. 
and they can write into here. We have brochures and uh, all that information. And what is an antique car? What year? This year. <laughs> uh, well, it's different things to different people, but for, for AACA purposes, it's any car that's 25 years or older. Yep, I, we bought a car to go to show show low. Mm-hmm. We bought a, a a ninety-five just just to to go out there. I'm really looking forward to to that that trip. Oh, great! Yeah, I think it's going to be cool. But anyway, so after Auburn, what what's the hot deal? Uh, after Auburn, uh, then uh, there's a, a tour in Maryland, and then there's a tour in Davis, West Virginia. And then we have a, a spring meet in um, uh, June in Beckley, West Virginia. I've been there uh, in a oh, while. Yeah. Uh, then we jump into a reliability tour uh, July 19th in, in Pennsylvania. Then we have what may turn out to be our biggest annual Grand Nationals ever in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, gosh, at, yes. At uh, Nicola Bulgari's uh, complex, which promises to be a very, very unique event, and, um, you know, Nicola Bulgari has a 200-car collection that's going to be open to our members to to see the cars, and yeah. the shop's going to be open, and we're going to have an outdoor movie there on Friday night, and uh, it's, it's going to be spectacular. Yeah, and, and and for those of you who don't know, he he's the guy, the guy we're talking about is the guy who has the, the jewelry and watch... Uh, manufacturer, one of the premier ones in the country. And it's kind of interesting that this gentleman from Italy has this massive love for American-built cars, and particularly the cars that not a lot of people are interested in, whether they're Nashes or Essex or, you know, cars of that nature. He gets them and he puts on Concours restorations of them and has a great, great emotional love affair with with uh, the American automobile, it's it's pretty cool to to see a man that that cares this much, and fortunately he has the resources to do whatever yes, he wants. Yeah, yeah, and he's a nice guy too. He's, you would you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't pick you know this guy to be. Yeah, you, you would think he might be kind of snobbish, but not at all. Not at all. Well, all right, all right. So now we're done with the grand. Now the grand national. There's another thing that I that I know is a personal. Uh, Thing for you is is the Zenith Award. Is that done at the Grand National yep, too? That's done at the Grand National. We'll we'll uh, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> we'll give out an award for um, the top car that we saw from last year. They'll all compete for the Zenith Award, and that will be done at the Grand National. So that adds another another little interesting tidbit. And there's you know the Mack Truck Museum and the Martin Guitar Museum and uh, America on Wheels Museum uh, are all in Allentown, so those will be great places to tour as well. So that's a it's a great area, yeah, great area for stuff. And then we go down to um, Elizabeth, Indiana, down by Kentucky for our Fall Nationals, and then it's the VMCCA Glidden Tour in September in Saratoga Springs, New York. That's going to be a good 75th Glidden Tour, by the way. Yeah. That should be a beautiful place to tour. Oh, absolutely. Then, of course, then it's it's October, and we've got uh, got Hershey. Hershey. Our Hershey uh, time. The best week of the year, and and, uh, 
the end of that month, we followed up with another tour in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. So, man, the calendar is full for 2020. Yes, yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. I, I and yeah. You know, I, everybody is a doom and gloom, but I think our our national meets and our national tours, you know, are holding their own and in some instances getting bigger, too. Well, you know, I've got strong feelings about the, the doom and gloom people and, and very strongly feel that that's the way you feel, that's what you're going to get. But those people that that refuse to accept that that is a given they're going to make things happen and they're going to enjoy and, and have oh, fun it's... in this hobby um, create your own destiny i wrote about that in our magazine and i i we're just not going to settle for no, no other people telling us what's going to happen we're we're going to make we're going to make history and we're going to we're going to make it come hell or high water i guess yeah, I liked your response to the guy who who said that that about the twenty five year old cars in this mag, <laughs> the last magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's different. I when we were kids, we recognized certain cars. Kids of today recognize certain cars. That you know, it's just a, it's a it's an ever changing hobby. It's not stagnant. Nope. Nope. It, it it definitely is not, and I think AACA being the leader is in the 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 forefront of of keeping this relevant and informing the public. Yep, uh, yep. We we got we got to do everything we can to make sure that our hobby doesn't get legislated out of existence, and everything we can do to allow. Oh people to enjoy a hobby that I think is completely different than every other hobby. Absolutely. It's an involvement hobby. Yeah. Anyway, it's almost time to go uh, take the last few minutes and tell everybody about AACA contact information, library information, website, everything we all need to know. About a minute, Steve. Okay. Uh, well, certainly you can reach AACA through our website. All of our contact information is there. It is a very simple one. It's www aaca.org uh, you can reach our library through there our phone numbers are there uh, we don't screen calls here you can call any of us and uh, you can even reach me and, and we'll be happy to help you in any way and just hope your listeners will really consider uh, becoming members of AACA and, and supporting us because we're supporting you want to thank Mr. Steve Moskowitz, Executive Director of AACA, for being our guest on the Classic Car Show today. And as always, Steve, thank you so very much. And I'll be calling you this week, and we'll work out the details of... Um, He's not Executive Director anymore. Oh, pardon He's me. CEO. I, I, around here, I'm the janitor. But, uh, guys, thank you. You do a great job for the hobby. We certainly appreciate... Uh, um, all the things that you do on America's Web Radio and your show, and, and uh, God bless you. And appreciate everything you do. Right, and God bless later. America. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.